0: Hi there, travelers. I'm Riley.
1: I'm Angelica.
0: I'm Isabella. And this is a True Crime International Layover.
1: So where are we going today, Riley? Where we where are we traveling to, babe? (laughs) Where we
0: stopping? The face you made with that. Today we're going to Norway. I think this is the first like Nordic country we've done. No, we did Sweden. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) my memory is awful, and I think and Angel's doing um, Finland today as well. So we're just we're way up there. It's chilly. It's cold. Anyways, we're going to the year nineteen seventy. And we're starting on not November 92nd, November 29th is the day we're starting. 92nd. And on this day, a father and his two daughters are on like a walk slash hike through this place nicknamed Ice Valley or East in Norwegian. East just means Ice Valley. And they smell something burning, which is weird because they're literally in a place called Ice Valley in November. in norway and so they keep walking they keep exploring and they eventually find the charred body of a woman in an area that had like a bunch of big rocks and boulders kind of at the bottom of like this cliff slash steep incline and obviously they were like super shaken up so they quickly hiked back into town to notify police and I'm watching Angel look at the photo of the crime scene right now, and, like, I had the same reaction. It's a bit, like, I can't even imagine finding that.
1: Yeah. It's because, also, I I feel like, okay, so first it just looks like a bunch of rocks. And then you see the woman. And it's the way she is positioned. Like, her mm-hmm. arms are, like, reaching. And it's Like, terrifying. one of her
0: arms, her fists are kind of clenched, and her right arm is across her chest. And and her fist is kind of like resting where her armpit would be. And then the other arm is kind of like. Extended a little. Extended a little. Yeah, like she's trying to defend herself. Yeah.
1: That's terrifying. I would. Ooh. Ooh. Let me never find a dead body. Please. I'm manifesting it.
0: Yep. Me (laughs) too. Do you know how old the daughters were? All it says is young daughters. So I'm guessing under 18. Yeah. That's 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 what I would guess it's not like I, it,
2: that's a bad thing to see at any age but for kids especially yeah. yeah i know unless
1: like i feel like you'll like watch tv and there will be an episode with an overly curious child who's just not not even bothered <laughs> i like, know let me get a closer look at this this dead person it's like, oh. <sighs> children kind of scare me
2: yeah just a little bit. We know. We know each. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime we mention children, you're just like, ugh.
1: Well, <laughs> it's like, I don't think there's ever a better like movie villain or creepy character than a small child.
0: Yeah. They know it's... too much. Children know too much about everything.
2: They know more than we give them credit for. Yes. Yeah.
1: I, I just, they really scare me. <laughs> so sorry
0: (laughs) anyways so police launched a like a full investigation on this woman and this crime and i'm also gonna try and describe the crime scene there was like a bunch of stuff lying around her and she was lying face up but she's also kind of like in like a cradle of rocks like she's not flat on the ground her her legs and her bottom are on the ground but then she's kind of like leaning back against some other rocks and like we said her hands are like clenched and across her chest and the front of her body and her clothes had been so badly burnt that she was unrecognizable items found near or around her included two plastic water bottles oh and these items were all also like affected by the fire the burning what the hell was that (laughs) those that's my
2: upstairs neighbors and that's what i listen to all day every day they don't leave their apartment they just move chairs and tables around all fucking day and it kills me (laughs) that combined with the drill from you know back there i i'm not renewing this lease i have to get out of here (laughs) (laughs) oh and and in the building next door um the our buildings are connected So in like the adjacent apartment in the next building, they have a baby that screams for hours. That's Mm -hmm. also fun.
0: Fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So there were two plastic water bottles, an empty bottle of alcohol, a pair of rubber boots, a plastic passport container, a wool sweater, an umbrella, nylon stockings, a scarf, a matchbox, a purse, a watch, a pair of earrings, and a ring. And these were all... Near or around her. They also found burnt pieces of paper around her. And underneath her was a wool hat that they had found out later had traces of gasoline on it. And on all of these items, the labels or, like, any identifying markings had been, like, rubbed off, taken off, scratched off. That's so odd. Very
2: weird. Very, um spy-esque i'm getting some spy vibes
0: yeah
1: yeah that's so odd
0: so two days later two suitcases were found at bergen railway station that were believed to belong to the same woman in the lining of one of the suitcases investigators found five 100 Deutschmark notes i think i said that right did i say that right deutsch mm-hmm. mark notes yeah this was the official currency in germany at the time in 1970, uh, this would equate to 137 US dollars in 1970 or over 900 US dollars today. So a decent amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Especially for someone who's like traveling. Oh yeah. If like spending money, travel money, that's a good amount. Yeah. Definitely. I also want to list the other stuff that they found in the suitcases. And this was clothing, shoes, wigs, makeup, eczema cream, 135 Norwegian kroner, which is like the Norwegian currency, Belgian, British, and Swiss coins, maps, timetables, a pair of sunglasses, a pair of regular glasses with non-prescription lenses, and a notepad. So you're telling me she's a spy. <laughs> this,
2: is, this is what you're saying. This, that's what that translates to. It's either a spy or angel.
1: And that's literally what <laughs> I, I was thinking. Say. The same thing. <laughs> I have so many wigs, y'all. Like,
2: mm. age if you were murdered, and people like went through your stuff. They'd be like, "Oh my God, she's a spy. She's yeah, a spy." They'd be like, what? And it's just it's like, oh no, she's not a spy. She just has mental health
0: issues. As Angel like anxiously peels off labels and wears wigs. <laughs> Yep, That's and mean. just, <laughs> Just like with the stuff that was found around the body, any identifying labels and whatnot had been removed and scratched off. Bitch was a spy. Yeah. Most likely. She was a
2: spy. <laughs> seems,
1: seems like it.
0: They had an autopsy done and her cause of death was determined to be a combination of barbiturate poisoning and carbon monoxide inhalation. They examined her stomach and found that she had consumed 50 to 70 sleeping pills. What the fuck? And then they found more sleeping pills, like, around her body, which I didn't mention before because I saved it for this part. And they also found soot in her lungs, which indicated that she had still been alive when she was set on fire. And also her neck was bruised. Honestly, that sounds like the worst way to go. Literally, she
1: was already going to die. Like, you don't survive that many sleeping pills.
0: Additionally, she had very unique gold filling dental work in her teeth. So when they did the autopsy, they removed her jaw and they took like tissue samples and stuff like that. So
2: what this sounds like to me is she was compromised and tried to take her own life. So that way, you know, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't give away any secrets. uh, But then she was murdered anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, or she could have been, like, someone could have, she could have been, wait, hold on, let me start over. (laughs) Someone may have thought that she was compromised and then killed her but tried to make it look like a suicide. Yeah, that's also true. So the police kind of had someone drop a sketch of what they thought she had looked like because they also um, got some information from the hotel that she had been staying at. Um, And they asked public to come forward with any information that they had. And it turned out that the last time she was seen alive was when she checked out of her hotel on November 23rd, which is six days before her body was found. The employees at the hotel said that she seemed like she was always on guard and she mostly stayed in her room and she would check into the hotel and then ask to change rooms after she had checked in. They described her as having dark brown hair, small brown eyes, and being around five foot four inches tall, or 164 centimeters tall.
1: So you're telling me that this woman was Gabby from The Man of Uncle. Man from Uncle. Oh,
2: I haven't seen it either. But
1: I mean it was like based on comics or not comics it was like no it was based off of a tv series that my parents used to watch back they made a movie it's one of my favorite movies
0: but also did the average height of people get taller over the years i feel like everyone was always so short yeah
2: i feel like i feel like five four or you know 165 centimeters this is a average ish height for a woman you guys are tall yeah, um, and so the fact that she's an average height for a woman and has brown hair brown eyes it just makes her it makes that that's perfect for a spy because you're supposed to just blend in yeah you two would she make horrible spies you in. would stand oh, out
0: horrible <laughs> okay so oh before i want to before i move on i also want to say when she checked out of the hotel on the 23rd she paid in cash and then she requested a taxi oh, okay she's a spy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what people think yeah but Eventually, when the police were able to decode the entries that the woman had in that notepad that they found in her suitcase, it seemed like they were basically travel logs that detailed where she had been and when she had been there.
2: Yeah, you need the you need that information when you're a spy. You need to know exactly where you were and when you were. And you can't just write that shit out normally because you're a
0: spy. It always has to be in code. She's a spy. Using these dates and... uh, countries they determined that she had been traveling around Norway and Europe using at least eight fake passports and aliases and these passports all had different birthdays and occupations but they always had the same nationality which was Belgian and the forms that she filled out when she went to these countries because like back then you had to like fill out paper forms and shit um they were all either in German or French you still have to fill out paper forms a lot of the time. yes but I mean like this was like different. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I
2: mean, you don't now between EU countries, mm-hmm. but I guess this is before the EU. It's interesting that it's Belgium the entire time. I wonder what year was the UN founded? Um, <laughs> because the the headquarters of the UN is in Brussels, so I um, wonder if that's why.
0: I'm not sure. It
1: definitely could be. I don't. Oh,
2: 1945. So I mean, maybe she was working for the UN, spying for the UN, possibly. Possibly. It would make sense if if, like, why else would you always have the same country of birth? Yeah. Unless unless it's also like she was actually from Belgium. And if she were caught, that's a country that she can answer questions about. No problem.
0: True. Yeah, that's probably it, too. So even though the police put like so much time and effort into this case, she has literally never been identified and the case just went cold um unfortunately they ruled her cause of death as being suicide because of the sleeping pills but i just can't believe that because i don't think that she would set herself on no. fire i don't no. think no. anyone would set themselves on fire that's a horrible way to die if she if she voluntarily took those pills
2: what reason would she have to set herself yeah on fire? exactly yeah.
0: and there was no like gas can found around her at the scene And they said that that fur hat had gasoline. They said petrol, but same fucking thing Um, on it. So, like, where would the accelerant have come from? Yeah. You know, like, if she did it herself and no one else was around, there would be evidence of a gas can being there. But there wasn't.
2: Do better Norwegian police.
0: Right. So, in 2005, a man came forward and said that he had seen this woman five days before her body was found while he was hiking. He said that in 2005 35 years yep. later Yep <laughs> my god he What was, was he doing for 35 I think years? he was like 24 at the time okay. in, in 1970
2: he was like 24 So I'm 24 if I saw a body while I was hiking <laughs> I would
0: report it No it no, wasn't no. her body it he, was her He he saw the woman 5 days before oh, her body was found okay, okay. When he was hiking he said that she was walking ahead of two men who he said looked quote southern I don't know what that means when you're in Norway. I don't know what (laughs) Southern is, but maybe he meant like more like European. Maybe he meant like Mediterranean. Oh yeah. He could have meant that. Yeah. And she, she, or he said she didn't seem to be dressed for a hike. She was wearing like light clothing, not like heavy hiking gear. And she was walking ahead of two men. And it kind of seemed like she wanted to say something to him, but she didn't. And he... I just, I'm not sure if I trust this necessarily, because it was 35 years. Well, listen to this. He said that he went to the police in 1970 when he saw her photo in the newspaper, but the, le- the police told him to just forget about it.
1: That's That's, that's not great
0: nope not you great said, at all 35
1: years later i'm gonna try again
0: literally it's 2005 <laughs>
2: those, those okay. policemen are probably gone i would hope so <laughs> so that just that just to me kind of if that's true that screams of conspiracy
0: yeah then and well i mean and if the police like had like any inkling that she might be a spy they might have just been like we're never gonna fucking find her so it doesn't matter
2: <laughs> well i mean if they if they told him to forget about it and then they ruled her death a suicide when it clearly wasn't mm-hmm. that that like that like come on that that screams of conspiracy and they, they probably knew she was a spy so maybe like someone
0: higher up said yeah, to just true. bury it bury it then in 2016, they commissioned in American to create more sketches of what the woman might have looked like. And these were obviously, like, more detailed sketches. Um, and he kind of went off of, like, photos from the morgue from, from when she was given an autopsy and stuff. But, I mean, I'd say this looks like an average woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like someone that would blend in. that way. Yeah. Um... I mean maybe out. maybe not blended in Norway where people have a lot of like lighter colored hair. But yeah, but uh, she had wigs. Yeah, but she had a lot of wigs. But the people from the hotel said that she did have dark hair. So, mm. and then in 2017, her teeth and jawbone were examined again, and ex- experts did like some isotope something testing, and they estimated that she was born around 1930, give or take 4 years in or around nuremberg germany and okay. then moved to france or somewhere near the france border as a child like the How do you germany get that from a job, france border bro? i don't do that they did like they did like fancy testing on her teeth
1: that's so cuz cool. you you know
0: you can do like um, yeah. you know you know what i mean that's not um, good. <laughs> and that this kind of went along with um, their theory that she was educated in or close to france because like her handwriting made them think that she was educated in france i don't know what that is about french handwriting but you know i mean there are different like that like that there's a distinct like the handwriting in spain is very
2: distinct yeah and so like every country kind of teaches their students to write differently Mm -hmm. so um that makes sense to me like like spanish handwriting is so distinct to me i can tell when when a spaniard has written something
0: gotcha so yeah that's why they thought that she was educated in france and that's why they thought that she was born in Germany and then moved to France or somewhere close to France, like France, France, like the <laughs> German France, France, Germany border. You know, what? I'm going to move on. <laughs> they also said that some of the dental work that she had done was done in either East Asia, Central Europe, Southern Europe or South America. So like anywhere in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah, literally, more. They were like,
2: they're like, she had dental work done. Get this.
0: Somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Not America. Not the United States. That's not North America,
2: but possibly South America or Asia, the largest continent,
0: (laughs) or Central Europe. That's not helpful.
2: (laughs) Really narrowing down the the (laughs) the scope of where it could have been.
0: Because she was never identified, she was given the name Eastall Woman, because that's where she was found, it's the name of the valley she was found in, and they ended up giving her a Catholic buri- burial, 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 <laughs> because she often used the names of, like, Catholic saints in her aliases, so oh. they said she must be Catholic. <laughs> she was also buried in a zinc coffin to, like, help really preserve her body in case they needed to, like, exhume her in the future to do, you know, tests and whatnot, if they, if they technology and science got a lot better yeah
2: with the with the
0: catholicism thing she definitely could have been catholic Mm -hmm. but
2: i also feel like you know she was a spy she could have chosen the catholic names just because those are the most common names in europe
0: oh yeah it's names like
2: uh, maria or mary um sarah and you know like just the most basic
0: very common names yeah but i mean oh wow They probably, I mean, it was the 1970s, so they were like, we have to give her some kind of burial. Yeah. (laughs) I also want to mention that in 2018, NRK and the BBC made a podcast series about this case called Death in Ice Valley. And I didn't listen to it because I try not to listen to, like, other podcasts about the cases that I do um, because I don't want to, like, subconsciously copy anything that they do. But I do want to listen to it. And I do know that after listening to the podcast and after it came out, more people ended up coming forward and a woman named Colleen Fitzpatrick, who is a geneticist with the DNA Doe Project, contacted the producers and offered to help identify the woman with genealogy, which I think is really cool. And I hope they take her up on that offer. Yeah, that That would be really cool. I mean, that's how they found um, the Golden
2: State Killer. Yeah, yeah
0: and um, the guy who kidnapped and murdered April Tinsley. Mm-hmm. Oh, name? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from Indianapolis. Um, so I am excited to see what they do with that because I mean, even now she could have like some relatives and then just fa- trace the family tree back. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. I would be really curious to know
2: if the relatives know anything of her because if yeah. she was a spy, not always but you hear a lot of times spies really
0: have to be distanced from their families because it's well that's what i'm it was probably like a sister and then all of a sudden she distanced herself from the family and no one ever saw her again and they just thought that she went off and lived a life but in reality she lived some of the there's a lot of danger for
2: spies and they don't want you know if if they're caught, they don't want their families to be threatened and yeah. stuff like that. So they they tend to distance themselves. So I would be really interested to like see if they actually figure out who she is and then to know what the family knows about her, yeah. if
0: anything. I agree. But that's all I. I mean, that's all I have for this case. If you know anything about the case, I want to know more. And I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm going to listen to this podcast series. Um, Because I'm really, really intrigued. This is, this like really reminds me of the Summerton man, um, the Australia case. Yeah. He, I don't think was a spy though. She, I definitely think was a spy. No, I don't think he was a spy at all. (laughs) I just think it just reminds me of it because they, you know, it's a Jane Doe. If you know anything about this case or if you've listened to the other podcast that I'm going to listen to, um, Message us or leave us a comment on Instagram or Facebook where you can find pictures from it. Also, I'll post a bunch of pictures. Um, our Instagram is at True INTL. Our Facebook, you can just search True Crime International and you'll find our group. Our group is growing. It's so exciting. Um, <laughs> and also, if you listen to us on your iPhone through Apple Podcasts and you want to give us a five-star review because you really enjoy listening to us, we would love you for it. You can leave a little note if you'd like, or if you would not like, you don't have to. (laughs) Um, And if you love our content so much that you want more, we have a Patreon that has one level. It's just $5 a month and you get at least three bonus pieces of content every month. Typically a full length episode, an extra layover and a red eye. So if you would like to join that, we would love to have you there. We would love your support so that we can keep making this fun podcast because we would love to do it for free, but it's a lot of work to do for free. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh But other than that, does someone want to sign us off? We hope you learned something new today. We hope you learned
2: something about spies and (laughs) we hope you enjoyed your stay here at True Crime International. Bye. Bye. Bye.